Hi everyone, I'm Divya and this is Uplift, a show where we meet everyday women being everyday phenomenal. Today we're back with another episode of Badass Entrepreneur and I have with me Somer who is an all-around badass but also a badass entrepreneur. So let's welcome Somer. Hi Somer. Hey Div, great to be here. Congrats to you on taking on this endeavor. It's super cool. Thank you so much. Um, how are you doing? How's your week been? It's been good. You know, I've been uh, busy recruiting, busy with the book journey. And uh, yeah, it's Saturday. So I got up early, worked out, and here I am. That's great. Well, let's get into it. All right. Sounds good to me. All right. So do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and what is the name of your venture? Sure. Distinguished Search. It's such a distinguished name. It just came to me one day because I was thinking about like why I was doing this and really how it came to be. And I thought of the distinguished engineers or the tech companies because I, I do a lot of tech recruiting. And there's, as you know, there's a couple different tracks. When you get senior, you can become a manager or you can become one of these. Some of these companies have these tracks for distinguished engineers where they can still be hands-on and super technical because they're like, I don't really want to manage people. I, Right. I'm so good at this and I love what I do. And I was like, that's me and recruiting. You know, <laughs> I I love managing people, but I really love recruiting. I really love the work. And so tell us a little bit about pre-distinguished search. Long story short, uh grew up in New York, economics major at school, decided I wanted to go into sales, which no one really understood. Wow. I'm a very, very organized, deliberate, planned kind of person. So I went on a million alumni interviews and just like attacked the market because it was so I graduated school in 02 so around 01 like it was just tanking and I'm like I will be employed in 02 and so I was just interning and talking and I, and and this one lady um she's like have you thought about sales and I'm like mm-hmm. no you know I was thinking advertising I interned in an ad agency I was just doing everything and um yeah then I just got my heart set on it because I I guess I I love knowing the effort I put in will directly impact my income and I work my tail off and I'm like, that's interesting. I never really thought about that before. Uh And so then I just started interviewing for every single sales job on monster.com. Yeah. Ended up in recruiting. You sound like you come with a lot of conviction. Like how do you develop those skills? Yeah. It's similar to even what I do now. Honestly, I, I learn, I dive myself into research. And so I'm just on the internet looking at YouTube back then. I I look up like, what does ASP.net look like? And I just really wanted to understand. And I go home and do all this research. And um, then I would learn through the candidates. You know, I I learned early on, you just tell people, look, I'm not pretending to be technical, you know, but, you know, when you say, you know, X, Y, Z, like, how does that differentiate, you know, from someone else saying it? And then, of course, through client feedback and, Clients will, good clients understand that what I bring to the table. Gotcha. That's a long-winded answer, but it's research and just always, always learning and learning in every single phone call. What were some of the tactical things that um, a person starting a business in your position had to do? So it was really just using my network to mm-hmm. help me iterate as I went and just tapping into that and realizing who who really wanted me to win and just surrounding myself with with these really important, like amazing people that were so generous with their time and opinions. Yeah, that's, um, that's amazing. Sales. Um, 
I, I just, I just find sales so fascinating. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, it is. And I, I'm assuming that you developed the skill over time. Uh, how do you even begin to develop that skill? There are d- different types of salespeople out there, you know, clearly. And I've always led with empathy and just listening. And I think that's actually, it's not about being slick or saying someone's name, Divya, all the time, Divya. Like it's, it's not these things that, that I think these tips and tricks, like at least for me, I just, I really learned to understand what people were going through yeah. and then, and then you can just help solve that problem. And it's not about my agenda. It's really finding the right solution for everyone in recruiting. You want to fill the job, but what if, what if that's not the right solution, you know, yeah. for a year from now, right. With that particular person or people are drawn to working with me and I'm drawn to working with people that share that. And then so it's sales, but it's a lot more subtle than that, you know, yeah. but it kind of this pendulum of, of, uh, of weights. And when you start a conversation with someone, um, think about all these marbles on this pendulum, right? And so you're, you're giving them, everything you're giving them is some, some points, you know, you're giving them some marbles in the pendulum. You're, and so every time you ask a question, they're kind of coming mm-hmm. off. And so you need to ensure that you're giving before you're getting, and there's this balance there of, and I have to read into your voice and your tone and how, like, what's important to you to know in this first interaction. And it's not right. just about today. It's not about this half hour. It's about, you know, it's about the whole future and just keeping that in mind, you know, but then also making it small. Like, I think a lot of times um, people can get, get all wrapped up in, I don't know if I can do this thing a year from now. It's like, all right, well, let's just learn more. Like, are you open just to learning more and just taking it to the next step? So there's just all these nuances that come into it. But I do think a lot about giving to get and just kind of that balance of information and that's, and just listening a lot. How do you make sure that the company's um, like values match yours and you know that um, you're actually going to be placing people or recruiting people that you know they're going to be happy and there's going to be like the, the compatible match. I am so glad you brought this up because I wrote that down. I you did. <laughs> work with companies that I would work for personally and that I really, really, really believe in because if I'm going to convince someone to work there, like if I'm on the phone with someone, yeah. I have to believe it, you know, I can't be like, go. and so I've turned away business, you know, or turned away work that when I was at a company that's come my way, like, Hey, will you execute this? If, if I don't believe in the actual business, I won't. Can you tell us about your book? So I'm busy recruiting now, but before <laughs> when I launched the company, I was not busy recruiting. I just started reaching out to people to have these conversations. And I was like, how can I help? People had all these questions about retained executive search and about how it works. And it's pretty much two buckets. It's the, I have great job stability. I've been working here for 20 years. Right. And the other group was the, I'm a new executive. I got a call from one of these big retained search firms. They're slow. They're asking a lot of questions, a lot of process. Like, why are they prepping me? Like, it's kind of those two buckets. And so, and I just started answering questions. And I'm like, and then I just started posting it on LinkedIn. And everyone's like, these are really interesting things you're posting. Like, no one else posts this stuff. And yeah, I've just been doing that. And then eventually I'm like, I think this needs to be a book. So, so yeah, that's what the book is. It's really showing executives how executive search works. And it's not like this expose. It's like, no, this is what's happening behind the scenes. This is answering all these questions, but also sharing the stories of executives, like their lessons learned and how they've secured roles and just that relationship. And also I've been asking, um, I've been interviewing some of my peers in the industry and getting their perspectives on, Mm -hmm. you know, what, how they run things. So it's really just 
having this open conversation that I don't think really happens. Do you have a goal or when you want to get it out? Yeah, I signed up for this. Um, if anyone wants to write a book, I will plug this group. It's called the Creator Institute. It's part of Georgetown University, actually. Okay. And um, it's run by Professor Eric Koster. And it's, it's super cool because it gives you this structure and homework mm. and they give you an editor and they have a publishing company. And so they, wow. they, um, they, and we have weekly meetings where, you know, we, we talk about different writing styles and different ways to promote the book and just, but it's really helping you learn how to write an actual book. And, and so it'll be like in our hand. I understand it's April, 2022. Coming to the last question, what tips do you have for people who are in the market, looking for jobs in general. So I'd say first you can go to my blog. I'm not trying to plug the blog, but it's just a you lot should. of info. It's a lot of info on there. It's just distinguishedsearch.com slash blog. The biggest thing I would tell people is you have to, it's all about mindset. And I think people get so quick to get very tactical. You know, let me update my LinkedIn. Let me update my resume. Let me start having coffees. Let me start networking. But if you're not yet in the right mindset, all of that is for nothing you know, because you're not going to get what you want. You're not going to put yourself out there the right way. And so I think everyone has a fan club. It's just spending time with the fan club because that group of people will actually be the group that helps you get what you want. So use them to find recruiters, use them to find opportunities and owning where you're at and owning the journey. People like the journey. I guess my last bit of advice then would be to just be bold and own your story. Just be like, no, this is where I was at. You know, here's why, but here's what I want to do now. So. I think just owning it comes across really great. Thank you so much for all your candid responses. I think I would love to have you back and just continue the chain of uplift yeah. through you into the world. I would love Thank that. you so much. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Please share this video. She's got some great tips and I will see you all next time.